If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. I suck, you suck, I suck at Call of Duty. Welcome to the Not Playing Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by... Patrick Kane. And Adam Scott. Hello. You can contact us on email at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com, or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. Let's just kick off then, because it was Tokyo Game Show today, and while there's not normally any news to come out of that, especially, well, arguably, um, they did... Uh, drop a bit today at the Sony conference where they officially renamed Project Morpheus PlayStation VR. Oh, how exciting! They made it. They made it that much more exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They showed off a few demos as well. Um, uh, they they had a Final Fantasy demo that they then uh, were keen to point out was just for the show. So don't expect that anytime soon. Um, and. Oh, they had a couple of things that they had at E3, didn't they? The uh, like the wipeout mech thing, whatever that's called. Wipeout uh, mech thing. What's that? Rigs, is it? Rigs? No, that Rigs. Yeah. 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 Uh, so they had that. They also had some really troubling stuff as well. Uh, summer lesson. I think I mentioned that one before. It just looks very wrong. Is that the girlfriend scene? That's the girl. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah. The thing that just makes you go Japan. Oh uh, god. That's this when is you remember Sony's from Japan. Oh, it makes it makes Vegas look like Disneyland. Some of that stuff. It's like, oh yeah. Why? What happened in yeah. Vegas? Rob? <laughs> it's just the I don't know that their sort of approach to entertainment is just somewhat dubious at times. That's a very westernised way of looking at things. I don't think I don't see anything wrong with having vending machines that dish out soiled. Schoolgirls' knickers? That seems perfectly fine to me. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I don't I, know. I am kidding, listeners. I think that's abhorrent, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should say. Um, so anyway, yeah, but um, more exciting, more excitingly, uh, you got to try the Vive, didn't you, Pat? I did, yes. So we can't go into uh, the details of why or... Uh, no, um, but essentially... Um, I got to try the Vive out um, for a decent amount of time, both in ideal situation, so a, a very, very um, essentially ideal conditions, and also non-ideal conditions later on in the day. So, yeah, in 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 the good conditions, um, holy shit, it it was amazing. It was it was almost like trying VR for the first time again. Wow! So, all over again. So why was that? 
it's really it's quite hard to put into words it really is actually <laughs> quite hard to put into words um it, it it felt much more real than the dk2 um the the absolute freedom of movement the fact that i could lean all the way down to the floor i could I, that I never had to worry about leaving a tracking area, um, that I could walk across a room, um, that I could spin round 360 or even more and never lose tracking. Was the tether um, then like up above you on a it was on, yeah on a kind of hoist or whatever it is in the, in the ideal situation one yeah that was that was where it was it was tethered above me. Um, it. I, I definitely felt presence, right? Um, and it quite quite a lot, actually. Um, there was there was times where you could see screen door still. You can still see screen door in very light scenes if you look for it. Right. It's very easy to lose it though. It's very easy to ignore it. Um, but the the field of view. I don't know. It felt slightly larger than 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 what I'm used to. I don't know if it was, um, or if it was just the fact that the optics were so good. The optics on this are they they're really 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 good. Um, they've got like a uh, a Fresnel lens thing, like the kind of lighthouse weird cascaded um, instead of a, a normal sort of traditional curvature lens like you like you get on on most things. Uh, and this, I think, it means. I think it was ma- making less chromatic distortion, uh, chromatic aberration, which is basically where it kind of cuts the, the light channel in half and you see red and blue separated either side of the light. You, you've probably seen it on games because developers often add it as, a, as an effect um, oh, okay. as well. But it's basically like that kind of bad video effect, that kind of lens distortion. But it, there was less of that. Um, the sweet spot, is much bigger, well, maybe not much bigger, but noticeably bigger than on the DK2. And by that, I mean the, the spot where everything is in focus and is not blurring or or suffering from chromatic aberration. So th- a larger part of the scene was, was clear and crisp. Um, the resolution, which was kind of, I think it's around about kind of two 2K screens, one for each eye, um, felt great as i as i said like you could barely see the pixels in this one it, it's it's it definitely felt like you know easily good enough for, for consumers absolutely definitely going to benefit from it getting higher but it's it's absolutely there it's re- it's ready for consumers um can but, you talk about anything that you actually tried yeah sorry i wanted to i just wanted to get all these bits out of the, okay. the way first okay um so um the Headset very very light, really surprising. Oh yeah, I was going to ask that. Compared to the DK2, it it was ridiculously light, Um, and it felt very comfortable. The way that it mounts onto your face doesn't pinch or push into your face at all. So that was really great, and that's massively important. They've said that about the the consumer rift as well, though. Yeah, yeah. So bear in mind, I'm 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 comparing it to a, a dev kit. Yeah, um, yeah, but um, but yeah, that's that's it's, it's worth mentioning anyway. It was very 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 light. Although um, the even though I had the cable uh, mounted above me, um, it still got in the way a lot. Right. Um, so turning round and round and round, that 
is a problem you do have to monitor it um wireless vr will be a very very cool thing when it eventually comes but yeah. um the 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 most standout thing even though that's the that stuff was amazing and definitely the visual side of it you know it, like i said it was like fuck this actually is like being there yeah. um and for someone that's doing, been doing vr so regularly for so long to to have that kind of experience of it that you you should you should take that as a, a, that it's really fucking good mm. yeah it's yeah. really fucking good did you use the um, hand controllers yeah that's that's the that's the thing i was going to get to next so the thing that really stood out in terms of experience was the hand controllers they they're really low latency when they 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 look like they're tracking exactly what the, what movements they're doing it was really weird when um basically I was handed the the controller, but it came from the other side of the room. It sort it you could see it when mm. it was turned on on the other side of the room, and it just kind of floated <laughs> towards me and was handed <laughs> to me. That was so weird. But it means you you know where your controllers are. You know exactly where they yeah. are on your desk yeah. or on the floor or hanging up on the wall. Yeah. You can just go and find them, which is amazing. Um, yeah, they were incredible. Um, they're quite light. The, the one bad thing about them though is they got sweaty really quickly no, just way quicker than the next box controller that's going to be a that's going to be an issue definitely um what else um uh so yeah tracking was great um, doesn't the vibe have built-in uh, headphones sorry sorry no you, you were uh, no it, or this version doesn't anyway okay. uh, i think the consumer one will but no this one doesn't but yeah the other thing i was going to mention was the lighthouse system um, which oh, was right. which tracks you. This this is this is how I was able to. I was basically in a kind of blacked out warehouse, um, being being tracked over the the maximum area that lighthouse can scan, um, and they essentially um, it tracks exactly where you are. It's really really fast. It's really low latency, um, and it has a thing called the chaperone system. And basically, what that means is when you're about to walk out of the boundaries of its tracking uh, volume. It's tracking space. It will show you, it will project a kind of transparent grid uh, yeah. to say this is where your wall is, this is where your coffee table is, this is where your chair is, whatever. It will map out things which are obstacles in the room with you and it will stop you from walking into them, essentially. Like no, that's, from, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that is really awesome. It stops you from losing your tracking. Yeah. So yeah, all of that stuff, amazing. But the real amazing thing was the stuff that I tried and this is what is winning people over. The, it's got a set of demos which are exclusive to the Vive that are really, really compelling. Um, so first of all, uh, I tried um, a, a the shopkeeper scene, which I believe was a Unity um, demo, and it was about kind of five minutes long. And uh, basically, you you're in this kind of really kind of um, creepy well-drawn but slightly kind of cartoony um shop in a kind of fantasy rpg sort of setting right. um and it's all kind of dark and there's loads of objects and weird little trinkets and stuff everywhere and the door opens and the shopkeeper walks in he's kind of like waddles in this big kind of shopkeeper and he's like oh take this light and he throws you this uh, this little light and you you pick it up with your touch controller and it sticks to the end of your touch controller so now the one in your left hand is a torch ah. and wherever you move it it projects 
the light into the scene and it projects the shadows. So the shadows were all moving around as I moved this touch controller, which looked fucking amazing. <laughs> um, so you could like bend down and you could look at these little objects and kind of inspect them or you could lift it up high and you can make these huge shadows kind of crawl across the ceiling. And it was amazing. And basically there was these little set kind of... Um, little symbols all over the the room and you walked around and when you moved the uh, thing up to the symbol and I think if you press the button it changed the scale of you so you suddenly were a tiny tiny little person and the the object that you were just looking at that was maybe like a a book or something is suddenly this massive building size book and you can read each letter because they're massive your Ant-Man yeah, and you go into like a you go into like a, a a mouse hole, and there's a little thing in there, and it's scurrying about, and you see eyes, and like as you move about, there's all these little le- different levels of parallax, and it looks amazing. And you look outside, and there's this huge mushroom, and um, you can go up above the uh, there's these kind of like oak um, uh, what are they called um, kind of struts, and you can teleport above them and be really tiny and look down on the whole scene as this tiny little thing so so good um absolutely amazing um another one i tried with was um tilt brush okay tilt brush i i have been looking forward to trying tilt brush for so long it's not actually a game it's a it's a drawing program but it's not like a photoshop one it's kind of like recreational yeah, it's definitely like a kind of recreational drawing program. Essentially, like you're in this very dark scene and you've got these little, you've got your little area underneath you with these little paving slabs that shows you where you can walk. And with the one touch controller, you've got your palette, you've got your different types of brushes, you've got uh, particle effects, you've got um, different ways for the brushes to animate, etc. And then with the other one, you've, you've just got a brush and you basically, you draw in 3D space and you can move through your drawings. You can, you can like draw around yourself in light and see like, like a silhouette of yourself made out of particle effects. I like that mine it, from the old so, Kenny Everett shows. It's so <laughs> good. I mean, it's, 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 like I say, it's not a game, but it's, no, it it's definitely, awesome. it's definitely playing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I can imagine myself just losing like thousands of hours in my living room, just painting random crap for absolutely no reason, just because it's just like really cool being inside these things. And you can just make these 3D scenes happen like in seconds. It's so cool. Um, are there any tools, so yeah, to, are there amazing. any tools to, um, is it all like freehand painting or can you like put in geometric shapes? You know, no, like... it's, it's all brushes. It's all brushes. So it's all about brushes. Yeah. Okay. So it's all kind of like the, it's, there's a bloom effect and it's on a dark scene and they're all very bright colors. Oh, yeah. So it's very kind of glowy and kind of a bit Tron like, I guess. Yeah. I also. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, so good. Like seriously, people are just going to lose their lives to that, to that thing. Uh, and the other thing I played, um, was the, um, aperture, the, 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 uh, the, the valve demo, essentially. Oh, okay. Jesus. This thing was incredible. Like, so it, it drops you in a, in a, in a room that's kind of roughly about the same size as the, the maximum tracking area. So the area that, that I was in at, at the time. Um, and it, 
it drops you in this room. It looks really great, like really good shaders and everything, like very realistic, very kind of photogenic looking. Um, and it, it it gives you, you've got these, you've got the touch controllers in your hands and it's, it's tracking them as these kind of weird, um, sort of portal-esque, um, gadgets that, that are shaped slightly differently but the same and you have to kind of charge them up in this kind of radioactive thing at the start and then you open up these drawers and in one of the drawers there's like um all these kind of little ai people these kind of little kind of bot things and as you look you lean down at them you can see like all they're all doing completely different things and they will react to you as you as this kind of giant moves above them um and then it's you open a door up the back and this broken robot kind of like lumbers in and he's got all these kind of sparks and smoke coming off of him and he's all broken and stuff and what you do is you use your your multi-tool which is your 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 controller and you you just pull open the the robot and as you do it, it kind of disassembles a few feet in front of it and you have all these parts just kind of levitating in space with a, a cool kind of blue uh, like Iron Man style hard around them kind of telling you what each bit is and you can rotate each and every part and you can pull out loads of different bits like everything in it kind of reacted and everything sort of looked super realistic yeah um so yeah you're basically doing that and then the robot drops down and it's like a few minutes long and um it's it it basically just shows you what a what a a valve like what a Valve game would look like yeah, in VR, essentially, yeah. and yeah, it just Lots looks incredible. Potential. It's 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 what Half Life Three would look like, essentially. Maybe that's why they haven't made it yet. They're just waiting for the Vive to get out there. Oh, I, it stinks! Yeah, it, it stinks! I, it. So, where does this? I mean, I mean, for the benefit of the listener, uh, uh, Pat's description was accompanied by uh, very animated gesticulations as he was <laughs> recalling the experiences he's had. In you know, you could see he was having total like norm flashbacks to <laughs> the reality of, of the experience you've had but h- how does this um uh where does this leave the dk do you think i mean I, I understand that the software for the two uh um uh units uh, you know it's not going to be cr- cross-platform compatible so you either unless you're a real aficionado and get both then you're likely to mm. want to get one or the other and, and are, are we going to get into Xbox versus PlayStation type platform war here, or what do you I think, think? I think the, the verdict's still out on if there's one to definitely get over the other at the moment. So at the moment, there's a, a lot of things what I I've just said to you, which I was comparing to the DK2. That's largely irrelevant because a lot of the things which made those experiences good were software. Yeah. And a lot of what made those experiences consistently good were hardware, which would will be very similar across both platforms. Like the, it's almost certain that the screens will be the same on the Oculus Rift consumer as the as the HTC Vive. They'll probably be they'll probably look the same. Yeah. They both use Fresnel lenses, so it'll probably be a very similar visual experience. The biggest difference really is the use of Lighthouse in the Vive system and the use of the Oculus Touch controllers. Um, there's a lot of people saying, oh, you know, I'm going to go with the Vive because that's the only one that can do room tracking. But the 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 Rift, 
the consumer if we know it has larger tracking volume than the DK2 we know that it's even larger when you've got the touch controller camera um, installed as well because you have you basically have two tracking um, sensors um, and also I think a large part of it is that I don't think developers will necessarily I don't think in year one there's much financial incentive to make room scale um, VR experience, yeah. experiences because not everyone's going to have that room no not way. everyone's going to have that huge room space everyone's going to have a little room space and you can totally build a lot of things that work just in that um, but also I mean it, like I said it sort of comes down to software and I mean Oculus have what 21, 22 exclusives um, and Vi Valve have a few exclusives as well so it, it you know it really comes down to what software you want yeah. which is essentially what what the difference between uh, PS4 and yeah, Xbox is anyway. Exactly it's, I, I, want, I want these sort of games or I want these sort of games. And um, yeah, it's it's going to be a, a case of that. But most things will be multi-platform. Most things will work on both. Oh, that's cool. There are, there are exclusives for, for both, but most things, it it will make sense to, to develop for both. Yeah, that's good. I, I thought there were going to be one or the other. I didn't realize there were going to be stuff that was going to push. I suppose it makes sense oh, that they no, would be, no. wouldn't it? Yeah, Maximize but yeah, audience. like I say, it's, I think it's about twenty-one, twenty-two exclusives for the Rift. Because it's going to be a certainly start off with. It's going to be a small audience to start off with, and you don't want to fragment that even further by yeah. by splitting the, Ex the software base. Ex exactly. Okay, yeah. Cool. Well, it sounds like Vive's coming out with a kind of staggered rollout anyway, so yeah. um, they're probably not going to. I think Oculus is probably going to be first to market in terms of like proper retail. Um, but I think I, I might end up just sitting on the fence and waiting a few months for them both to come out and both see what the lay of the land is you know same mm. way I'd wait for a console you know yeah, and see absolutely. like which one's worth getting it's quite a heavy buy in if you're not already in there already so it's worth yeah. waiting a bit I should think I mean my my kind of the vibe I took away from what you could do with the Vive I, I went to um, VRLO the, the VR talk in London that later on in the day and tried out in less optimal conditions um, where I did get things like con the controller dropping out a couple of times and occasionally I think like tracking space was was it was correct what it was telling me but it was a small room and it, it felt rubbish having that mm. kind of thing coming up when I when it didn't need to be there um, but what what the the kind of vibe I got from it is it, and I hope it's not going to be like this, but it, it's got a bit of a Wii vibe to it. Okay. As in the vibe, it, it's it's got a bit of um, like it's really easy to think of like casual applications for it, and that's really cool because like it, VR sort of needs to be like the Wii in that it needs to get non-gamers to play games, yeah. um, and it. Playing around with it, it, it made me think like it, it, you can build a, you can think of a lot of casual sort of sporty things. Like you can make a cool sword fighting game. You could make. Um, I, I played a ping pong game with with it, and it worked great. Just I was t I'm terrible at ping pong, so sure, but <laughs> you, you you can actually bat the back, and it pings back, yeah. and then it gives you a gun, and you can actually fire ping pongs, and this little robot arm tries to catch them all and stuff. Um, and stuff like that works really, really well. And like it, it really lends itself, I think, to kind of short, really fun experiences rather than like 
you know, hours and hours of play. But I think that's that's what you should probably think about in terms well, of VR experiences right. I've, like I've, in the first I've year had anyway. many an hour playing Just Dance with my kids. So I'm, <laughs> I'm all up for the VR version of that. Thanks yeah. very much. I, I actually, I meant to say, um, when I was at this VRLO thing, I tried, um, I was trying a few, few different things, but, um, I, I tried this contraption called, um, I think it's pretend motion. And basically what they do is they, this, this, um, kind of thing was strapped around my, around my arm, like, um, like a kind of weird kind of, vo- it was like a, one of those kind of ab belt things that yeah. you, you, you use and it kind of gives you electric shocks. But anyway, they, they strap this on and then this, this lady had a controller and she said, right, I'm going to control your arm now. And she just presses a button and my arm just kind of flings off <laughs> as if, as if someone had pushed it out of the way. Oh my God. And then she did another thing and it, and it made me close my hand. Oh, that's kind in of scary. Then, yeah. In real life, it can, it moved my arm across. Oh, it, it made me move my arm like this, and and it, she made my made me close my hand, and then she made me like put put my hand down or something as well. But like that would be really kind of useful for um like a, if you're making like a sword fighting game, mm. and you're fighting someone online or a bot, and you need it to have resistance. Yeah, that would be the resistance. Uh, so you, tune that's always it, it that's, moves your, moves. Moves your high and back. That is always the thing about sword the, fighting games. That's yeah. That's why we don't have a sword fighting game. You, you don't have that feedback. You don't. That's why most games are first-person shooters yeah. because it it allows you to do something, press a button, and have something happen on the other side of the map. Yeah. And when that happens, you don't need that tactile feedback. Mm. That's why. That's why we play. That's why most games are first-person shooters, not first-person sword fighting games. Yeah. Um, because you, yeah, like you say, you miss that that tactile response of that resistance. But things like that amazing awesome. like actually have a sword fighting game um but yeah there was it was a bit of a crazy day of trying loads of things out um but the the overall thing i took from it is that consumer vr is is definitely ready it's more amazing than i think i could have even imagined <laughs> um yeah incredible stuff like absolutely incredible stuff roll on 2016 i guess yeah, well, the HTC Vive, it's coming out in small quantities at the end of this year, and then a proper consumer uh, release is going to be quarter one next year. Do you think you'll jump on it as soon as you can? Yeah, I'm going to jump on it as soon as I can, I think. Oh, cool. Well, I yeah. uh, look forward to much more talk of the Vive uh, coming yes. soon. This has been the Not Playing Podcast in partnership with notlistening.co.uk where you can hear myself and Ian also talk about movies and TV on the Not Watching Podcast and also a bunch of funny guys, Adam, Ash and Will, talk about uh, lots of funny stuff on the Not Listening Podcast. It's not me, so it will be funny. Yeah, the other Adam who uh, runs our sort of network or whatever it is. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show, uh, please do on uh, notplayingpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. Uh, you can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk and if you're listening to us on iTunes, then please do give us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.
If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in.